When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. Good evening. This is Wade. I'm here with uh, Matt Jolly. Listen to Georgia Radio and the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio Show. We come to you each uh, Tuesday night at 7.30. And then you can listen anytime on the podcast. Go to georgiaradio.com. Go to click on podcast. If you're on your phone, look for that red dot with a plus sign and click on it and you get the podcast. And we're glad you could join us tonight. This is a special show. We're proud to have our friend Harvey Williams join us tonight. Uh, most of you that are, are members of the group on Facebook, Georgia Folk and Farm Life, know Harvey. He's a, he's a world-class photographer. He's a pastor and a friend of mine and a, a, a lovely human being, a great Christian man, a family man, a pastor of a church, a leader in this community, and like I say, an unsurpassed nature and wildlife photographer, uh, a true renaissance man. And I asked Harvey, to, I'm always happy to have him on the show, and I want him here tonight uh, with Christmas coming up soon. Uh, I wanted to have Harvey on here and talk about uh, about Christmas. And so, I, although I am the interrupter-in-chief, and that's my job, I inter- I, I'm good at interrupting people. I may interrupt Harvey with some observations, questions, or or uh, whatever. I'm going to just turn it over to Harvey and let him talk for a few minutes and uh, whatever he wants to say about Christmas. Hello, Harvey. Hey. How you doing, Wade? Well, I'm glad to have you here, my friend. Well, I'm glad to be here. There's some twisting and turning to be here, but thank God I was able to make it. It's thank always you. an honor and a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, when you asked me to talk about Christmas and what it meant to me as a child, uh, I did some research uh, in my mind. I stepped back in time a bit, and uh, I think the probably the most memorable thing uh, about the Christmas of my day when I was a kid was, uh, first and foremost, uh, Christmas waited its turn. And what I mean by that is it did not try to take center stage with Thanksgiving, nor did it proceed Thanksgiving. It, it simply took its uh it took its turn uh, at bat, uh, which made it very special. Uh, the other thing I think about is probably the delights. I don't know. It was just something about that time of year that the uh, when the lights, the different color lights were the Christmas lights. It was uh, it just gave a special meaning. Um, but 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 also the the spirit of Christmas was in the air. I mean, you you could actually you could actually feel it. The the lights had meanings, and the the Christmas carols. You looked. I looked forward to hearing and singing the the Christmas carol. And the 
and the, the the fruit, you know. And last but not least was the uh, was the presents because they was they were kind of uh, short, but uh, we were thankful. We were very grateful. I mean, whatever we received, we was we was extremely grateful because times were were, were very difficult back there, and we were just thankful to uh, to have something. Uh, but I remember on Christmas morning, every Christmas morning, before we was able to uh, open the gifts, my mother would get us, get us all around and she would pray. I mean, I remember this. Uh, mm-hmm. And she prayed, thanking, giving God for allowing us to see another uh, Christmas because for a, a large portion of my childhood, she was a single mother with, you know, with several kids. And uh, she would just she would just give things. Um, but one of the interesting things I wanted to share was, uh, of course, we didn't believe in Santa Claus. You know, we 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 kind of wanted to and tried to make believe and all that. But in in actuality, we we knew better. And, and one of the things that my brother and I always uh, plotted to do was to to be awake when she got up and put those gifts under the tree. But all those years, man, we was never able to do it. I don't know if she slipped us some melatonin or what happened. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't. I was thinking hey, maybe she drugged us or something. I don't it's know what happened. Mama things that there's secret mother things that we not we never do understand. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cause I I just never we just never could, and we would stay awake late at night. But it was like she knew when we were asleep, and uh. When we finally woke up, you know, it was, we were surprised that we fell asleep. But when we finally woke, woke up the next morning, they was, uh, they, the gifts was there. And, and the presents, they was actually presents. They was actually surprises. I mean, there was a reason for the wrapping because we, we would look at the, the uh, gifts, you know, the wrap, being wrapped, but we didn't really know what was inside. I mean, now the kid can tell you what they want and you, okay, that's what you're going to get. As a matter of fact, the kid can pick it out and we are rapid. So it does not have the same meaning as it did when I was a kid. A present back when I was a kid was really a present. Treat was a treat. You didn't get a lot of things back then. Right. Right. But whatever we got, we was we were thankful. I can't ever remember being sad on Christmas morning. Not ever. Well, Harvey, you know, you're probably like us and most of our generation. You're just a little bit older than me, but we're the same generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't get things like kids do today. We didn't get to go to town and go to the store and buy things, get things. We didn't get, get. And except for clothes and shoes at the beginning of the school year, school clothes, Christmas was the only other time that we got anything. Was it that way mm-hmm. with, in your, your family and your community? Oh, yes. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, the fruit I ran, but you, if you notice, I, I mentioned fruit earlier. I, I mentioned that before the presents, because to be honest, completely honest with you, that the thing I looked forward to the most uh, came Christmas was was the fruit, wow. because it was it was one of the only times of the year that we had fruit in abundance, and you know it don't last, and you know it, it perish and everything, but right. we would. Uh, uh, I don't know, it, uh, almost praying that it would uh, uh, be preserved a few more days, days because 
we knew once it was gone, the fruit, the nuts, and and the candy, we knew once it was gone, uh, it would be a while before we got any more. I mean, maybe once or twice, but... Harvey, you probably heard the same things uh, growing up. My parents uh, were born in the 1920s, and they, when they were children at Christmas, uh, when they get up on Christmas morning, there were usually no gifts, and the only thing that they they got on Christmas morning was were uh, nuts, raisins, mm-hmm. oranges, mm-hmm. tangerines, apples, and those kind of things. Uh, even a coconut <laughs> to mm-hmm. be shared, you know, one coconut to be shared mm-hmm. once a kid break it open, and and you know, they they had a great uh, appreciation. For that and the food and the other thing was the cooking the food it was like Thanksgiving right. it was a repeat of basically same similar meal but those two holidays they always the food is what would stand would stand out yes absolutely and I remember it was I think it was like mid sixties when uh, a train derail here in my hometown Willacoochee and it was uh, it was loaded with uh, fruit and. Although it was a tragic, nobody nobody got hurt or killed that I'm aware of. Uh, although it was not it was not a good thing uh, for us to train derailing, but it was a blessing for us because we had fruit like we had never had it before. And this was somewhere <laughs> right right around Christmas time. <laughs> so, so, so even this to this day, I, I view it as a blessing. I, I, I probably never will forget that. Um, another thing that I remember my mother uh, talking about Christmas when they were children. Was cakes and pies that Granny, my, her mother, my grandmother would, uh, she would start a couple of days before uh, Christmas making cakes and pies, and she would just make all kinds of pies and, and a cake, either one cake and a lot of pies, and mm-hmm. that was the that was a special treat, and uh, they didn't have that any other time of the year. They might have a, a homemade cake now and then, but but the pies just stacked up in the pie safe, you know, full of pies mm-hmm. that make Christmas for them. Mm-hmm. Well, my mother had, she would cook this, she would bake this, uh, I believe it was called a Dutch apple cake. And it was the only time of year she would do so. And, uh, we looked forward to, uh, Christmas for that one reason, for that reason as well, that Dutch apple cake. And when she, she cooked, uh, she would do the Dutch apple cake, and she would do a fruit cake. Me, you know, and 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 the uh, the fruit cake was a fruit cake. I mean, the fruit cake today, I, I don't even like. I mean, but back then, a fruit cake was really, uh, really good. It was a fruit cake. It was good, actually. It was really good. Well, my mother yeah. made fruit cakes, uh, Harvey, and she made a great. She made great fruit cakes. I, I wish I had her recipe. I, I would probably pay somebody to make one. I wouldn't make it because I'm not a baker, but uh, she would make fruitcakes and then give fruitcakes as gifts. Even after I was grown, that was one of the things Mama would make and give to some of her children at Christmas was mm-hmm. a fruitcake because we loved her fruitcake and it carried on a tradition. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people, they make jokes. Johnny Carson used to make a joke about they were just one fruitcake and people just pass it around and re-gifted it. You know, it had been here forever. But, oh, right. Uh, <laughs> I love clacks of fruitcake, and every year, I just about on on the group on Georgia Folk and Farm Life, I'll write a, a tribute to clacks of fruitcake, and there's always some naysayers on there that, you know, that won't, oh, they think fruitcake is terrible, and clacks of fruitcake is terrible, but uh, 
Uh, it has, fruitcake has to be pretty bad for me not to like it. And, but classic mm-hmm. fruitcake is good, and my mama's fruitcake is good. Well, I guess mama just spoiled me because uh, I, I just don't really care for it. Uh, but I think since you mentioned Clashton, I'll probably give it another shot and see what see what happens. But uh, well, because uh, of course after I left, uh, after I grew up, I, I went down to South Florida, and and it was kind of a different story down there when it come down to to cooking. There was no Georgia down home Georgia cooking, so you 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 know what I mean. Then right. so the fruitcake probably was just uh, an invitation, but uh, but I think I will give Clashton. Uh, a chance. Yeah, put it in the refrigerator and eat it cold. Slice it, uh, you know, uh, cold out of the refrigerator and have a piece with a cup of coffee or, or whatever your favorite beverage is. But try it, give it a try. Matt, what, what was Christmas in? You grew up in Texas, right? I did. It was, uh, I mean, we didn't eat coconuts. <laughs> we, you know, <laughs> you know, we had, uh, we had uh, tamales and chili on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Oh, that did. was yeah that that was uh the traditional yeah, yeah that was south, a, south texas uh south texas christmas eve supper you know you'd go have your tamales and your chili and sit around with uh with the friends and the family we had a you know all the family down there i mean it was big family you know kind of like uh mm-hmm. kind of like what oh. harvey and you were talking about but everybody would get together and have a good time and uh christmas day we all we all went over to I went over to grandma's house, had a big, mm-hmm. had a big meal. It was just about being together though. Really? Yeah. that was, You know, uh, one thing I wanted to touch on tonight that I thought about is the, when Santa Claus came for most people, Santa Claus came Christmas morning early and, and like Harry was saying, he, he always tried to, uh, he and his brother would try to stay up and, and be there when the mother put the <laughs> right. out. And uh, it's like the tooth fairy. I used to try to stay awake to see the tooth fairy, and that never happened. Kids just can't, not good at these things. It's not, you know, that's why parents at that time are able to do those things, and, and Santa Claus can come. But Santa Claus came, most people, on Christmas morning. But at our house, guess when he came? Oh. Late yeah. in the afternoon on Christmas Eve. And... There, we knew a few other people whose Santa Claus came to their house Christmas Eve night. Huh? And well, we was it more convenient? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was <laughs> Santa Claus just wanted to get it over and done with, and yeah. you know, and just like yeah, because Christmas was for laying around and eating, and you know they didn't, you know, Santa Claus didn't like to get up early, you know, sometimes, and yeah. so uh-huh. it was just easier. We were told that Santa Claus had too many kids to deliver to, so there was a few special families that he came Christmas Eve, and and uh, we felt special. And all the kids at school were like, "You're kidding! Santa Claus comes to your house uh, on Christmas Eve?" Yeah, they didn't believe that. They wanted to, someone wanted to about, you know argue with you. Uh, they didn't really believe that Santa Claus came on uh, Christmas Eve, but you know, but we liked it. We would we would go in the back of the house. Mom and Daddy say it's about time for Santa Claus to come. Mm-hmm. And all these kids would go in the back room. When the older kids would watch over us and make sure we didn't peek. And mm-hmm. in a few minutes, Mom or Daddy would come in there and tap on the door and say, "Okay, Santa Claus has already been here." And we would run, like, knock them down, getting that there to see what he had left. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's fun. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. 
we would always we would always go to church Christmas Eve night. I I forgot to say that. I mean, that's like the whole reason we're doing this. But church on on Christmas Eve night that was uh, that was a big part of it, you know. And I don't remember a whole lot about that because half the time the kids would fall asleep. Right. Well, Catholics have mass on Christmas Eve and Christmas, right? Listen, you can go either day. Or- listen, we we have we have it anytime you want it. it it's mass. You know, it it is. Listen, it's all the time. I we've you know any any time you want it, you can find one. It's like twenty four. It was like the first uh, what the Seven Eleven. You know? <laughs> That's right. Always open. You know, <laughs> all I, a lot of the Orthodox churches uh, do that. You know, the uh, they, they, it just comes from. The Mass of Christ, Christ Mass. Right. So that's that's where the uh-huh. it's just a, a traditional feast day. But here's something that I think is is unique. You know, it's celebrated for uh, from from Christmas Day, the start of it, until Epiphany, and that's the official time of Christmas. It's like the Easter octave. You know, it's right. there, and so I, I think that uh, we we all run to take down that tree. Uh, but if you're if you're truly celebrating in the Christian tradition, you've you've got to leave it up a little bit. So it, I'm trying to help everybody out here just a little bit, especially those guys that so don't want it. What you're saying is okay to be lazy. Take it down on Epiphany. Yeah, that's my. Well, is that the same as is that the same as New Year's? Well, it's just so after see, just after it. It's when the it's, Baptists all over right now are saying, "What is Epiphany?" It's celebrating right. when the Magi actually showed up. Uh, uh-huh. and, and saw the wise man. That's right. So see, mm-hmm. a wise man waits. <laughs> To take his tree down, Harvey. <laughs> That's what you can, you can, yeah. you know, just wait a little while. Okay. And then I how think it's Christ, on this. How was Christ child when, when Epiphany? How, how far after Christmas was it? I don't know. You're, now I, I see where you, I see the bucket you're, we're stirring up here. Now wait. Yeah. You're just begging okay. for a caller here. Well, he wasn't born on the. <laughs> You know, right? We're gonna, right? Yeah. That's something we talked about prior to the show. Is uh, Harvey and I are on the same page as for yeah. Harvey? But as y'all know, is a great Christian man. He's a he's a great pastor of a, of a, of a wonderful church, and he's uh, Harvey's a, one of the most spiritual men I know. Uh, God is the the most important thing in his life, but he's like me. He uh, he really doesn't sweat the details on some aspects of Christianity and Christian traditions. Now, not the Bible, not the gospel, mm-hmm. not salvation, right. not what the word of God. He, he sweats the details on that. It's but the things like Christmas, um, and you say, well, Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. I'm quite sure he was not. He probably wasn't even born close to December 25th. But it's a day we celebrate. And Harvey's like me. He don't care. It doesn't matter. He's not going to waste his life digging through ancient records and trying to be the one person that finds out what day Jesus Christ was actually born. Because he and I, and I hope you too, we care that he was born. That's all that matters. We say he was born, and we celebrate that. Yeah, not only that, but he, but he, but he died and he rose again, right? I mean, that's right. I I love what my buddy Jerry writes here. About uh, the details there, to what day it was? Was it winter, summer, or trying to figure out? I know too many people get bogged down in that kind of thing. You know, well, the Bible said they were out doing this shit. I don't care if they was chopping cotton or, or picking butter beans or, or or ice fishing. Yeah, you know that that right. day or that night. I don't care if it's right. winter, summer, spring, or fall or nothing. 
I, I like what my buddy Jerry says. He's a he's a big time theologian, uh, and historian, Bible historian, and he says uh, one of the arguments assumes that Gabriel appeared to Mary exactly six months after John's conception, but that also it isn't what Luke says. He states the angel appeared in the sixth month. Uh, so there, there's a whole lot of people that have that have, as you said, Wade, wasted a great amount of time on this. Jerry goes on to say. In Luke, it doesn't say he wasn't born on December twenty. Uh-huh. But the point being, <laughs> yeah, that's the day we celebrate, right? I mean, it's it's from the uh-huh. the, the, the earliest of church uh, teaching says that that's that was the feast day, and so that's that's where it it comes in. And uh, there were some pagan holidays that were right around that date, not on that date, but right around uh-huh. it. And yeah, who knows? Who knows and how listen, it came out? You around. know how I, 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 uh, you know how uh, Harvey. If a drug dealer wanted to give money to your church, you, you take it and use it and convert it into Lord's use and let. let yes, I would. And there you go. I'm a, I'm of the same mind. <laughs> so I say, my people, we just lost some, we just lost some listeners right there. Like, what did you say? <laughs> As long as it ain't counterfeit, yeah, put it out there. And, Absolutely. And, uh, put it in the, in the, out there and working for the Lord. So uh, I'm the same way with pagan holidays. If we can steal a pagan holiday and make it uh, work for the Lord, uh, Almighty God, Jehovah God, or Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Let's use it. Let's convert yeah. the holidays. To hours. Let's, yeah. I have a question for Harvey, too. How about the Christmas sure. star last year? Wasn't that something? I, I was thinking about that the other night. I looked up there, and, you know, Jupiter's so bright in the sky, but I thought, you know, remember last this time last year, we were all standing around watching for that that big, I mean, it's the only time in our lifetime it'll ever happen. What is it, every 400 years or something? That that, uh, well, I missed it. You missed, I missed it? That. Harvey. I missed that. I, I, I missed that. I, re- I remember it. Now. It was such a big deal, but yeah. I forgot until you mentioned again. That's how uh, you know we are with things like that. It was such a big deal at the time, but now. I set uh, out, right. and I tried to take a picture of it. I was hoping we were going to have a Harvey Williams original. No. <laughs> no. I'm, <laughs> you I'm fell afraid. asleep that I, night. <laughs> well, I may have heard about it, you know, but this is where I'm at, really. This is where I'm at when it comes to Christmas. I mean, it's like, what difference does it make? Yeah. I mean, if it's in July, if it's in uh, August, what difference does it make? I don't get tied up in the legalism and, you know, the legal aspects yeah. of it and all that. Uh, hey, Harvey, maybe they uh-huh. it wasn't July, but they moved it to, to uh, December 25th because people <laughs> wanted snow at Christmas, white Christmas. Yeah. Huh? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Especially being <laughs> Crosby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was born in July, so that may have been the reason they moved it too. I don't they know. They probably did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, the thing that, that the things that the, the thing that concerns me, the only thing that matters to me is that whenever Christ came to earth and was born, uh, it led to me being saved. It led to me Amen. being a new creature. So that has really, I mean, I listen to everything else people want to say and all that, but I'm not going to invest not one ounce of energy trying to figure out <laughs> nothing like that. What not are you doing on, uh, on Christmas, Harvey? Harvey. Excuse me? What am I doing on Christmas? Yeah, what are you what are you gonna do on Christmas? What what are probably, you doing yeah, this year? Probably taking pictures out there, I would imagine, like I would have been doing today if I had not been on the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna have that you're gonna have that eagle uh you know turn around and, and pose for you on Christmas. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, but I hope I don't lose any fans here, but I really don't celebrate holidays. Yeah. I mean, these days, uh, I mean, I acknowledge them, man, but as far as, oh, it's just Christmas, man, I can't wait. I'm, I'm just not that guy. You know, I, I appreciate every day. Every day is Christmas. Every day is Easter. Every day is Thanksgiving for me. I, it just does not have a special meaning. And let and me, I, don't know Harvey, I said I have to interrupt her in chief. I want to interrupt Go ahead. Go ahead. Everyone that doesn't know Harvey like I do might hear what Harvey just said and, and doubt me. Well, he just said, Harvey just gave you a glimpse into what it is to be Harvey Williams. That's why I'm, I'm just impressed and talking to have him as a friend because you won't find many people like Harvey. Harvey's an original thinker, and he doesn't follow. He, he's not following the crowd of lemmings going off a cliff. If he was in a crowd of lemmings, he would stop before he got to the drop-off, stand up and turn around and hold his hands up and say, y'all stop, don't do this. Uh-huh. Amen. We've been doing it for long as we've been lemmings. We can go been, we'd fall in the crowd. No, stop this. And, and he would talk to them about it. And he would he would give them some guidance and advice, and, and not another lemming would ever go over a cliff. That's Absolutely. Harvey. That's Harvey, my yeah. friend Harvey, because I'll tell you, you don't get the response from Harvey that you get from just everybody, and he's not going to give you an answer uh, to please you. Amen. You what you no, I'm not. That's right. The Hallmark Thank Channel. The Hallmark Channel would not like the Harvey Williams movie. Is what you're saying? No, right? no, yeah. No. <laughs> he, he wouldn't be in the Hallmark movie. Oh my goodness! But I love it. I love the whole. I love that. It, I love that it brings people together. I love that it, it. It has three guys sitting on the radio talking about it. I mean, that's well, yeah, yeah. And that's I love the it wonderful too. part it, of it. I enjoy it, and and I enjoy the fact that. Harvey respects that I'm probably not just like him about the holidays. I'm, I still got a little bit of kid in me that, that still wants this one to be a good Christmas, a great Christmas, you know, the, the best Christmas ever. Yeah. I think all, most people want each Christmas to be the best Christmas ever. We usually get uh, it's like that old Russian proverb that said, uh, we hope for the best, but things turn out as usual. Well, I yeah. don't know about you, but I, I'm going to take a Red Ryder BB gun down to Wade's house. And drop it. I'm gonna knock on yeah. the door real fast and run. And, yeah, and when yeah. I get a patch over my eye, you'll feel bad. Yeah, that'll be great. Put my no, well, since stuff. you mentioned BB, BB guns. One of the one of the best Christmas I did have was I, I was uh, <laughs> I received a BB gun for Christmas, and uh, birds died. My, my my brother, my brother Nate, uh, just under me, year uh, younger than I am, he still bears a. A scar on his leg where he was aggravating me one day and ran and I shot him. I, I, I meant to hit him, but I didn't mean to hurt him. But he never, he never told mama about it because if, if he'd have told mama, I would have been in deep trouble. But he and he got infected and all that for I think for months. That's a good brother, Harvey. He he never he never gave me up. Not ever, Harvey. Uh, yes. When we were kids, we got BB guns. My first cousin, Morris Brantley, the Reverend Morris Brantley, great guy and great friend. We uh, grew up together, and uh, he's a year younger than me. But when we were kids, we were so proud of our BB guns. Then one Christmas, he got a ricochet rifle, and uh-huh. I tried to trade it. We wanted that thing, so we were so jealous and envious of his ricochet. You would pull the trigger, and it'd go, oh. you know, like a ricochet. And, uh-huh. uh it would make a little sound like a fire, and then it would make that ricochet noise. And 
I never saw another one, never knew another kid that had one, but I wanted one. I envied him, and I, I was jealous and envious uh, and coveted that ricochet rifle. I, I still today, if he had it today, I'd try to beat him out of it. Oh. <laughs> and you can't find one of these on eBay. I hadn't looked. I'd be afraid they'd have them, and I'd have to. <laughs> Oh, I, if they do, I will buy one. I'm going to Mars and say, "Look what I got!" All right. Yeah, well, I want, there I want, you go. I, I want to throw this in there. Uh, this is probably going to listen to me from, from even farther from my fans, but uh, I got to say it. Uh, when I was coming up, there was a thing called Watch Night, and we was I, we believed that it was because if you ate church when it when the clock struck twelve twelve oh one. Uh, AM that you would be blessed the rest of the year and all that, you know. Uh, uh, but I later found out later that it was it, it actually was to celebrate something else having to do with the end of slavery and all that. But long story short, uh, I don't celebrate that today. Uh, I'm a pastor, and people have asked me, Well, when are you going to start pastor? Is what's night, sir? What time? I'm not, it, it just has no meaning to me. Because it's not built, it was a tradition, a man-made tradition, right? That yes, it has nothing to do with my spirituality at all. Yeah. But we we came up believing that, you know, thinking uh, I did come up believing, and I think my uh, parents did too, that it was just a, a, tra- a traditional thing we did so that if you're in church when the new year began, then you will be blessed the entire year. Yeah. That was the thought behind it. But you know, Harvey, in reality, there's no such thing as looking as that is no different than eating black eyed peas and ham hocks on New Year's Day. It's the same sort of thing. It's what we've added to traditions, you know. And there's probably no harm in them, but don't get angry if people choose not to observe them because they're not not, uh, godly, biblical. They're not in the Word of God, and there's nothing wrong with them. But don't uphold them as being biblical when they're not. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a big, yeah, you know, there's I, a there's a line between tradition and and then scriptural truths, right? And right. Sure. and they both have their. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of wonderful traditions uh, that bring honor and glory to God uh, that that have nothing to do with with you know biblical truths. The the good thing is we all agree, and I say this as we pass by the thirty minute mark, Mister Wade. Yes, <laughs> that Christmas is coming. And the reason we yeah. celebrate it is worth continuing to celebrate it. Isn't that the truth? I agree 100%. 100%. Well, we fixed the wind of the show up, uh, Matt. Well, I guess so. No one was well, brave enough to call in tonight. You know? Yeah, no, nobody called in tonight to join this one. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> well, uh, but I want Harvey to finish out with whatever's yeah. on his mind and on his heart. Harvey, and just take as long as you want. Yeah, in the ship course, in your way. Okay, but I, I uh, I'm by no means perfect, but I, I, I try to be real as possible, you know, and uh, that that has caused me some problems, you know, but uh, uh, I just owe it to myself to be real. I feel good when I'm real uh, because I love people. That's that's the root of where I'm at. You know what I mean? That I love people so. Love it. I should be able to be who I am. I'm, I'm not a uh, uh, yes man. I'm, uh, I'm not a people pleaser. You know, uh, uh, sure, I want people to like me, but, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to do certain things or go to certain lengths to make that happen. 
uh, I, I, I just love, I love being me. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I'm selfish and, and come down to when I mentioned about the, uh, uh, holidays, not really paying special attention to that. Uh, my birthday, I appreciate being another year, but I'm not jumping up celebrating that. I mean, you know, it just, it's just really irrelevant. I mean, what's relevant to me is day by day life, you know, what you do within those 24 hours and, are you really helping somebody? It's, it's not a life is not about me. It stopped being about me when I gave my life to Christ and it really stopped being about me when I became a, a pastor or a leader. It's not, it's not about me. So, uh, the, the, the prayer, the Georgia prayer partners, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm walking on eggshells, uh, I have to say some things when it comes down to uh, God's word and for prayer to be effective. There's certain things that we have to take a look at and not everybody wants to take a look at those things, but uh, it's my job. It's my job, my duty, my responsibility. My, my calling is to point out what makes uh, prayer effective. Uh, And that's the same, that's the same way it is with, uh, with life, man. I mean, uh, you, you want to have a good, prosperous life where well, you got to look at the, the things that, that, that promotes good, a good health to life, you know, spiritual, spiritual life. And, and I can't be afraid to, to not talk about it, to preach about it. I, I can't back down because people don't like it. You know, uh, I mean, if I'm going to talk, I got to say something, you know what I mean? I can't yeah. just be, I just, I, I gotta be, t- I gotta be saying something. I can't just be just running off at the mouth. Life is important, man. It's, time is very important. We only go around here one time. I don't want to take anything to the grave. Nothing. What I have, what the God has gifted me with, I want to share. And that's basically where I'm at. Uh, but I do wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Uh, you can still send me a gift if you want to. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Well, listen, thank you for joining us tonight. It's been a blast. Thank you, Harvey. Thanks, Matt, as always. Thank you to all our listeners uh, that listen to the show tonight and all of you who be listening on the podcast. We love you and appreciate you. Join us each Tuesday night at 7.30 and on the podcast anytime, 24-7 on georgeradio.com. And listen to the Georgia Folk and Farm Life radio show. Come to Facebook and and, uh, enjoy what we do and then listen to us on the radio. We love y'all. Thank you.